You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Well, it's been a week. Yep. <laughs> We've oh, waited man. a week. Man, it's been a long one. I've got systems s- booted. Oh. Bed sores go. on my butt. I got my bios posting right now. <laughs> Give me a second. We're two dudes. <laughs> two guys, two old guys, play old games. With Josh. There you go. Yep. Three old guys. I'm back. Play old games. This week, part two, Fantasy Star 4, starring Josh Nance. Mm-hmm. Guest starring? Guest starring Josh Nance? Guest featuring. Oh, feet, okay. It's a featured feet, player. Parentheses. Feet Josh Nance. Player three. Is it like SNL and featuring Josh Nance? <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Can you tell me what that is? I do. I, I guess people are on limited contract maybe before they're signed on is that like a I union? no idea. Is that like a union thing where they're like, well, we can't really list you in the credits. We have to say So it's like, it's like I the whole, uh, yeah, also starring uh, with... And like <laughs> yeah, th- no, they all mean something. Nicole was telling me one time. Oh really? Yeah, they all mean something different. Because um, I figured it was just because I know Lorne Michaels is just weird. So I figured that's this is your funny probation. So if you're not funny enough, you're fucking out. <laughs> I hear that funny probation is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, always. Yeah, <laughs> we're in it. <laughs> we, we should know. <laughs> mm, yeah, because part two, of Fantasy Star Four. Yes. Before we roll into that, I'm your beard host, Tyler. And we have part two of Paul Cluel's package down here. Paul Cluel's package? The package that keeps We just let that thing sit here all week and we're going to eat it? The other other four inches. (laughs) You can do the math on how big I think Paul's penis is. I think you underestimate Paul's size, friend. I haven't seen it, but I've listened to him on Loaded Cart Podcast. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it. And it's, oh, it's, (laughs) yeah. I I felt it and I heard it. And I've definitely smelled it, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> Paul's co-host, Dan, uh, is actually an elaborately disguised penis. <laughs> actually, yeah, he does it with his penis. He just, Paul just snakes it under the table, sets it in a chair with a pair of sunglasses and a fake mustache. <laughs> All right. First thing unwrapped, another of the Great Lakes Brewing Company sauces, Edmund Fitzgerald Porter barbecue sauce. Edmund Fitzgerald Porter. Porter. Mm-hmm. We're okay. we're running a little low on these uh, these one week old chicken tenders, but we've got some <laughs> we've got some potato chips, so maybe they'll have to do. Oh yeah, we're all gonna die. We're gonna eat this and we're gonna die. Oh, I I will eat leftover food to the point that Melissa is worried about my health because I'm just like, there's not mold on it. It's not I just think Melissa. It's fine. It's not just Melissa. <laughs> Nicole and I have had the conversation before. <laughs> Who you eat the old food? Uh-huh. No, no, no. She if, eats the old food. No, Tyler oh, eats the old, old food. Oh, you guys have talked to <laughs> each talked other about, about yes. Tyler eating old food? <laughs> it's not that old. How? It says Best Buy, not will die after. <laughs> no, we've been going through a refri- refrigerator, and she'll go, this is a little expired. And I go, how, how expired? Well, Tyler would still eat it. I go, get, no, get, get, it's gone. Get rid of it. It's That's gone. your metric. <laughs> would you pass that to Dave? I'm going to try some of this. Great Lakes Brewing Company. Edmund Fitzgerald Porter barbecue sauce. This is a darker sauce than the, uh, what do we have earlier? Oh, I mean last week. Uh, Dortmunder. 
Do you guys like the name Fitzgerald? Fitz, yeah. You I like can it? do it for a D&D character. I like Fitzgerald. I do it for I a just Halfling. think of S.H.I.E.L.D. now. So S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Um, it's uh, Fitzsimmons, but one of the characters' mm. names Fitz. Mm. So. I don't like it as much as the other one. You don't? I think this is a I little spicier. Yeah. It's not as sweet. I might be burned out from that 357 sweet, still. That 357 last play. week. I know. It, it stays with you for a week. That's a good sauce, Paul. Okay, so then I think I'll keep this. I'll keep the Fitzgerald and you keep the Dortmunder. Dortmunder, sorry. Dortmunder gold. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is in a jar. Fancy. Love love this stuff in a jar. It's just a bunch of dead fireflies. (laughs) They didn't make it. Sorry, we forgot to poke holes in the top. (laughs) Ah, Two Fat Guys Smoky Gourmet Barbecue Sauce. All right. If it's made by two fat guys, it's got to be good, right? Over 30 years of barbecuing, two friends grew into... Let me just let me start over. That's too long to barbecue friends. We're, we're not doing a fucking advertisement. <laughs> Over 30 years of barbecuing, two friends grew into two fat guys. That's just a sad story in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> now we hate each other, but we're in business together. So you, it's your hubris that made me fat. You open that jar, there's just bones inside. <laughs> no, we'll start a barbecue empire, you shit. <laughs> now I have type 2 diabetes, <laughs> and no woman will ever love me. Well, now I think you're exaggerating, friend. I'm quite a hit on Craigslist with other men, though. You're Bears and all. <laughs> what if, like, one of them is, like, much fatter than the other one? Like, do you think... No, like, we're two fat guys. Oh, we're what? <laughs> We're one medium guy and one fat guy. No, you're fat too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fat too. Can you wear this shirt from the gap? If not, then we are two fat guys. <laughs> Do you mean that muumu that you wrote gap on in a Sharpie marker? It's very fashionable. <laughs> oh. We've developed this savory gourmet sauce to entice and romance your taste buds. Ooh, wait, and say that again. No, they too are. S- they are fat. If you <laughs> <laughs> too suave, fat guys. <laughs> to uh, making this pussy wet. Fat Whoa! <laughs> to v- vagina dampening fat guys. Yeah, VDFDs. <laughs> <laughs> I even messed that up. I'm glad it landed. <laughs> Fed dudes, feeding. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Use it both indoors and outdoors. God, that makes a difference. Do you, for grilling and baking. You know the you know that podcast, uh, Two Dudes in a Nest. I want, I think I've heard of it. They should do a. There should be a spinoff called Two Fat Dudes in a Nest. <laughs> Just give us ten years. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. Give us a little bit, or we could, or we could contact these barbecue boys. You guys are playing Nintendo, <laughs> right? We're just desperate. How, okay, how much barbecue sauce would we have to buy? <laughs> or use it as a condiment with your favorite dish or snack. Most importantly, enjoy Bob and Kent. Uh, my reverse psychology kicked in. I'm not going to enjoy this. <laughs> Great on, and then there's a picture of a pig, a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I'm just dick. That's it. You guys, I just got trolled by this barbecue sauce label. It already said use on your favorite dish. 
All right, I guess we have to all three try to stick our dick in this jar. I don't know, man. I think that's gonna... at the same time. Ooh. We can't spill any though. That's gonna that's gonna burn a no no hole. <laughs> all right, so yeah, there's a picture of a cow, chicken, uh, pig, and fish. So I guess that's everything. Fish. People put barbecue sauce on fish. That sounds gross. I guess dog. so. Let's open this up. Ooh, that's a good sound. That's a freshness seal. It smells good. A little splash. I'll pass that over. Pass the Ducci. Mm. Here you go, Josh. I will rip this and it's fine. I'll, I'll eat it on a chip. You, you can have the tender. Ooh. Yeah. Love me tender. Look at yeah. One of these. One of these guys is faking it. <laughs> one of these. I'm looking at the label. One of these guys is not actually fat. He's photoshopped his fat. He is right. He's fat shopped. Yeah. What do you think, guys? It's got a nice crunch to it. Good crunch. A little sauce. salty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little more standard barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Not great. Not terrible. I'd eat it on fish. Sure. Ugh. Why not? God, that sounds gross. There's one in a bag. Damn, there's more sauce? Mm-hmm. Yep. This next one is... You guys are going to have to have barbecue. Oh, this one's all... Uh, <laughs> The graphically designed. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I, I, I kind of lo- I was at a loss for words. <laughs> this looks like it's been designed graphically. You were all stricken. <laughs> Is that why you were crying? So I noticed like, what, tears. What word am I even looking for right now? <laughs> the right sauce starring bacon guy and honey habanero. Honey habanero bacon barbecue sauce. Think everything is better with bacon? Think all barbecues taste the same? So do we. That's why we do everything differently. We believe that a premium ingredient like is a premium Fieri, sauce. Ever since Try it once and you'll <laughs> never sauce again. Nailed it. Wow, he left the price tag on it, and that's a very expensive barbecue sauce. How much is it? Thirteen nineteen. That is expensive. That's an sauce. expensive. All right, better save for this. I almost, um, so you know the Mad Dog... 357 hot sauce mm-hmm. uh, that kind of fucked us up a little bit uh-huh. beginning of part one yep. of Fantasy Star 4 last week mm-hmm. I meant to ask they left the price tag on it when they gave it to me yep. and I meant to ask them did you really wanted me to make sure you wanted to make sure that I knew this was $17 you, you, <laughs> three more dollars meant the gift minimum please right exactly <laughs> I feel like they must have had a conversation about it where it's like well should we leave the price tag on because he might think this is $2 hot sauce I'll pass that over Let's see, what is... Well, it's a plastic bottle, I don't know. All right, let's see. Yeah, this is graphically designed, you're right. You didn't describe it! You're, what, come I on, man. I got too caught up in, in, in the wording. Homie, this is, this is an illustration of what appears to be raw bacon with fire for hair <laughs> escorting a female carrot on the red carpet of a movie premiere. <laughs> this is what this is! This is ridiculous! <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, this is fucking great. Oh, it's at his own starring bacon guy in Honey Habanero. Oh, she's not a carrot. She's a habanero. I'm sorry. <laughs> Does not look like any fucking habanero. I've that looks like seen. a carrot. That straight a up looks carrot like or a, a carrot. Or a hot dog, yeah. Or a hot dog with a green beret. <laughs> All right, so this has potential to be hot. I think so, but we'll see. Abstaining, Josh? Uh, yeah, I had some. It's it's not hot. Oh. No. Mm. It's not hot. It's good. It is good. It's sweet. Yeah, it's a little too sweet for me, I think. <clears throat> I can really taste the carrot. Yeah. <laughs> I can really taste the raw bacon and fire. 
That's all right. That's all right. The next one we have, I'm going to keep this one. We've oh. we had it before, and you have the other bottle. Oh, what is it? Pittsburgh Dad's hot oh. sauce for dippy eggs. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Dad's is really good. This is really good. Pittsburgh Dad's is really good. Yeah. Oh, so I'm gonna since we've had that before, I'm gonna set that aside for time purposes. And then this last one over here. It's Sorry. another. It's another balls. Is that the diet? It's another balls, but it's it's also a root beer balls. Ah, okay. Oh no, there's one more. Ah, an original. Oh, original flavor. balls. Oh, so we each got so we each one. Got one. Okay, great, okay. cool. Paul Cluel, Ruby Baron. That was a great package. That was a fucking pretty fucking epic package. I am going to, of course, have some more of this Mad Dog 357 mm-hmm. on this last little bit of chicken there tender. You go. So, what would you guys like to talk about while I cry <laughs> for five minutes? <laughs> Same thing we normally talk about when you cry. That's an opening for a good joke, but I'm coming up blank. Or just insert it later. You guys yeah. can edit it. We'll in. put it in post. Yeah. Okay, here's what we can eat. Yeah, Melissa wants to get this fucking out of the house. That so. fruit cake? Yep. So uh, for Christmas, uh, Nicole bought gifts for everybody to play Dirty Santa with. Mm-hmm. Our friend MJ Link showed up, and she pulled one gift out for him to do, and he got it and forgot it. So this is a La Florentine Italian specialty cake. It's out there. Josh stole my bonsai tree. Yes. Uh, I still haven't planted it yet, but I will. And you, I'll, I'll I need, send you pictures from yeah, time I need, to Yeah, I need proof that you've yeah. done something with uh-huh. that. It's very moist. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a damp cake. Put some it's, of that Pittsburgh Dad's on there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to be delicate about this. I'm just going to reach my hands in here and just tear off a chunk. I'll pass that over, Josh, if you would like. I'll well. rip a chunk too, yeah. Rip a chunk. Are you guys uh, fruitcake boys or no? No. Mm-hmm. It depends. Because they're true, but I mean, it's kind of the trope that fruitcakes everybody gets. Everyone hates them. Clarissa explains it all started that, right? Mm-hmm. I feel that like. is one of the first times I heard about it. <laughs> let me let me reach my hand in that. But like a fresh, cake. well-made fruitcake is actually really good. Okay, this looks like a gigantic muffin is what uh-huh. this looks like. That's kind of how it tastes, too. It pretty much is. It's good. I like it. There's a lot of orange peel in this. Very orangey. Oh, that is. I like that, though. Mm-hmm. Zesty. You going to try a bite, wife? All right. I mean, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, she did not like it. I couldn't eat a lot of it. Yeah, that was a like fast a, rejection. A bite or two. Every now and then would be fine. But yeah, that is pretty orangey. So you're supposed to either slice it, toast it, and serve it with butter and jam. Great for French toast. Ideal for stuffing. Uh, cut and serve with your favorite ice cream. Substitute for bread and your bread pudding. Yeah, you're right. I couldn't eat a whole lot of that. No, that one little clump I grabbed um, was enough. That's good. So now we have seven-eighths of a fruitcake that we can give away to a listener. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Who wants our old pinched fruitcake? What's the our old pinched fruitcake? That's... that's- uh, that's our podcast we do in 40 years. Yeah, this, that's what I'll call my balls yeah. <laughs> in like 40 years. It's the one where we're very, uh, we're very, very surly that Tadpog like never went anywhere. Oh, we spent 40 years yeah. and a thousand episodes. Yeah. No, it'd be more than that. Oh, you're right. Yeah, 3,000 episodes. That would be a depressing number of episodes, I think. So thank you for listening to episode 4,000 of Tadpog. It's just us and Mike at this point. Thank you, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's got to get you some kind of like Guinness Book World Record or something. We did that. Something like I have looked up the longest yeah. podcast because I was like, like the the Library of Congress for just just for the sake of like having so much content. Right. Maybe, yeah. I looked up the what the longest recorded podcast was because I was like, you know what. We could do like a publicity stunt or something. It's just one guy that's been recording nonstop since like podcast were a thing. (laughs) I can't remember the name of the podcast, so hey, I guess it didn't pay off for them. But um, some show did like a an episode that lasted over two days. They recorded like a, yep, a big old long podcast episode. Damn. You know, I bet if we did that, there would be some really good stuff in there, but it would be like 3% of it. <laughs> and then like 97% would just be like, oh God, I wish I could masturbate. Or we've but- <laughs> got three days. Go ahead and truncate silence. Six hours. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> boiled it down. Like, and what constitutes, like, was a Guinness World Book of Records just like, well, they do have microphones on. So I guess they're podcasting. Is he sleeping? Yeah. So, uh, there has to be like somebody present, right? From from Guinness to Mr. Mr. Guinness, Bruce yeah. Guinness, has Comes to show up yeah. with his clipboard. Alec Guinness. That's Alec funny. Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the record you want to set. Oh, the stars, stars for Star Wars. <laughs> that he is ha- a Star he War. hated BW One. I know that much. Yeah. Yeah. He really did. He did not like that. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Hey. I don't know. That's that's like a similar thing to Harrison Ford, right? Where it's like you were in this cool thing that people love. Yeah. And you hated it. And now you hate life because right, of it. Right, I know. <laughs> it's like cool. All right. Well that's not depressing at all. <laughs> Fuck all these millions of dollars. I don't even know if that's true. That's just a thing that I've heard on podcasts. Like that could just be something that's completely fabricated. Harrison Alec Ford? Guinness could have just been like, "Yeah, Star Wars is great, dog." I mean, we like there were robots there. I've never seen a robot before. It could, it could have <laughs> been distracted and misheard somebody. Did you like being in Star Wars? Huh, what? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I no, I don't like like, <laughs> like the puffy shirt. Oh, he so hated it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, war's awful. I'm just gonna shake my head. No, I did not. I don't mm, do not like war. No, <laughs> especially in the stars. I'm not much into astronomy. No, no, thank you. Maybe they didn't tell him the name of the movie he was filming. <laughs> <laughs> He thought he was in Tuscan Raiders, the movie. <laughs> Turns out it was Star Wars. All the, all the advanced people. technology of the Sand People. I played, mm-hmm. I played those SNES mm-hmm. games. You know what's <laughs> up. Super Star Wars. Uh, hey, Fancy Star, Fancy Star. Star four. Wars. Fancy Star Wars. Oh, I like that segue. That was great. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about Fancy Star 4 a little bit more? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. In our part two episode of Fantasy Star 4. Part two. Mm-hmm. That seems Electric appropriate. Boogaloo. We didn't talk about really how we felt about this game. No, um, yeah. Do you want to go over the story? I mean, I said I story? loved it, but... Yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah. Um, I, I also enjoyed it. I really appreciated a lot of things about it, so... I really liked this game. Mm-hmm. I really wish that I had played it earlier. Yeah, back, um, back when it would have really made a huge impact on you. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. And by earlier, I don't mean like, yeah, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I do yeah. mean like when it came out. Um, because, Before recording this podcast. Yeah, yeah, oh man, I wish I wasn't playing it right now. Uh, okay, guys, uh, let's see. There's these things called Monomate that you can use. It looks, uh, looks like you can use it to heal yourself. Oh man, that's... Yeah, man. it was just trial and error for me like that with the items, the uh, the, the magic An- Antidote. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is it so someone doesn't dote on you? Do you not like like people waiting it's on Japanese, you? Japanese, Tyler. It's antidote. <laughs> 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 uh, 
we t- we started talking about the how weird the naming conventions are uh, in yeah. part one, and that does and carry it, it on. doesn't. It's not like the Final Fantasy games now that have some sort of some semblance of of reality, like Thundaga. It would be a thunder spell, right? Right. There's no. There's. I, I don't I don't I don't know I, don't, I, don't, I never I caught on either. to the logic. It's guess and check. Yeah, it's really what it is, and it's like part of it. Not really a, like a status check. What the spell does is there? Not that I've like saw. They, they mentioned the instruction manual. I don't know if they're listed there. Maybe oh. I thought about checking online, but by that point, I was just it was just trial and error. Mm-hmm. I would I would go and stay at an inn and restock on everything, and then just try it uh, try it in battles, yeah. try different things, see what worked, see what happened. Uh, the thing that got me was that some of them don't even indicate what they do. Like <laughs> Chaz's first ability that he get is Earth, right. and it shows him like crouching down animation. And then that's it. Over there's the no, enemy. There's yeah. no, yeah. There's no. Uh, there's no indication. Whoever pulls out my sword becomes the king of Earth. There's no like <laughs> the new Chaz. There can be only one Chaz. <laughs> there's no like defense up or enemy Earth resistance Paralyzed, down or yeah, anything right. like that. There's no indication. No no text. It just there's an anime an an animation and that's it. Fantasystar.wikia.com has the answers there. What that's, does Earth do? I, it paral- has a chance to paralyze an enemy. Ah. Uh, I had to have, when I was playing this, I had a monitor that had five tabs open. Those were two walkthroughs, uh, a list of what the techs are and what they do, a list of the skills and what they do. Because it, like we said, it is impossible to, mm-hmm. without guessing, checking every single one, It's you don't know because I they're ex- just named. I experimented thing. with Rune in Dungeon and ended up, oh, left that dungeon. Didn't know yeah, what, that's what that yes. did. Right. Hinas. Yeah, Hinas. Yes. Was, like, what is it where you could do? Is it something similar? He also has Hinas and he has uh, Ryoko, which uh, teleports like teleport, yeah. worldwide. Global. Mm. Global teleport. Yeah. As long as you visited a town, he can teleport to that town. Oh, okay. I use that a lot. Uh, and they have these abilities. He has those abilities very early on, too, yeah. which is really nice. Chaz, Chaz gets them, too. Uh, yeah, in Rune. Yeah, of course. But I, I was, I found myself like jumping to like very obscure, like not really logic, but I was trying to build a logic bridge between the spells and what, like uh, Hinnis or Highness is what I was, how is that pronouncing? Or Hinnis. Okay, yeah, Who knows? It makes, it, it says you get a little flavor text and your body feels lighter or something right. and you teleport out of the dungeon. Okay, it feels lighter, like you're rising <laughs> up high. You're levitating. You're, you're like rising high, Highness. Okay, I get it now. Highness. Highness, so. Heine, get your ass out of here. Okay. Heinous helium is lighter than oxygen. Heinous. <laughs> That's why my body feels light. Um, so we didn't talk about the story much last mm, time at on all. Part, really. On part one, not really at all. Other than like a major, like some major events in the story game. Point. Um, I before I before we get into the story, I think that the that the plot of this game is probably the weakest element of Fantasy Star 4. It's fast. It's fast. The pacing is weird. There are a lot of towns that you go to for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like... This town's on the way to the other town. We'll just stop at this town for a little yeah, while. Yeah, exactly. And Rune, or one of the characters is like, oh yeah, dog, I gotta go to that town. And then you go to that town and then nothing happens. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you just wanted me to go here, I guess, so I could talk to an in- random NPC in town to be like, 
I saw some soldiers up north. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess we yeah. better go north. I, I think I, I think they wanted to just have the world to feel populated. Yeah, like there were. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch of towns instead of like the two towns yeah. in the RPG. That That's fair. Needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it is like I mean, maybe just trying to create a sense mm-hmm. of. Um, wanting to save something like mm. there is something that you need to save like there's all these people living mm. here on, yeah. the, on these planets i'll give josh credit here that's one thing i like about the D games you run josh because you do that you make it realistic like the number of cities as opposed to when i run a game and i'll draw my map of the world each continent has like five cities mm-hmm. each massive asia asia size continent has five cities <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it is a lot of work, but uh, which really, I did that really one game. Uh, that was my like really like first game that I just poured everything into. Mm. Took a lot of time. Like now, I would just like maybe put a dot on a map, come up with some name, and then <laughs> like later on, like oh, where, where oh you, you guys, you guys are <laughs> wanting to go to that town. Okay, uh, you guys want to go to Dotonia? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, we'll end there, uh, so you guys can rest and level up. You okay. definitely want to go ahead and level. Well, you don't quit, so you guys level up. You want to yeah. level up? It's gonna be oh, trust uh, me, you need to level up before you. Go this town. Dotonia. Ooh, yeah. Line oh, segment man. road is very long. <laughs> <laughs> you're stepping into medieval Chicago. You're going to want to level up. <laughs> we probably need like two weeks off for you guys to level Dude, up. Dude, <laughs> medieval Chicago is a tight podcast name. We should start medieval <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> All right. So the story of Fantasy Star 4. I'm opening my giant tome of Fantasy Star 4 lore. Um, it, it starts out you playing as Chaz and Alice, who are two hunters on the Hunter's Guild. The Hunter's Guild is a group of mercenaries uh, who essentially do everything, I guess, mm-hmm. from yeah. what it seems like in the game. Right. From like rescuing lost dogs uh, to fighting sandworms at sandworm ranches. So like Naruto ninjas. Yeah. yeah. They just fill any role that is absolutely... <laughs> it's like that's the, there's, there's like two jobs in this game. Uh, well, I'm sorry, three. Dark Magician is one job that you can have. That's one <laughs> occupation. Second job is NPC. Third job is Hunter. Uh, if you want to Are you make... going to run a weapon shop, an right. armor shop, an inn, or be a hunter? Or be a hunter. <laughs> uh, and do all the things. There's scholars. There are scholars. There That's are you, scholars. You start off the game in a university. And then there are farmers who apparently don't do anything because all the crops are dying, so they're just... Like sitting around, they can't sweeping help up dust. They yeah. can't help it, Josh. They voted for the wrong president. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote for fantasy Trump. He's gonna, like, he's gonna save my phone. I like that dark magician Zile. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got my vote. I just need to change. <laughs> You're right. This does start in a university. Uh, Chaz and Alice are um, invited to come clear out some monsters at a university as part of their hunter's obligations. Mm -hmm. They are hired by the principal of this university. (laughs) I love that that it's a principal and not like a deed or president. It's like, and it's told in that manga style, like panels where it's like, he looks very serious (laughs) and and he's like, I am the principal. Go to fight the monsters. Is there anything fishy in that basement? No, of course not. <laughs> Stop Go. asking questions. Go. I'm paying you money. Uh, Alice is immediately shown to be a complete badass, mm-hmm. uh, and Chaz is shown to be. Um, 
I would say a learner. The web behind the ears, yeah. new hunter. He's a new. He's the, he, the if this is the buddy cop uh, combo. Um, he is. He's the rookie cop. Well, he's she's a, Denzel. He's a, yeah. <laughs> he's a sixteen-year-old kid. Uh, this is his first day, like out of training. He is a full-fledged hunter. I did not know for that. The first, yeah, that was the like first line of dialogue. Is he's he's uh he's no longer training. He's a hunter now. Uh, do you think his given name is Chaz, or do you think that's just what he goes by? That's the rank he earned. Ooh, oh, rank yeah. Chaz. <laughs> uh, they throw you this shit really quickly. I, which a, I like. Yeah. Alice was just like, "Hey, you look kind of, you look kind of douchey. Your name's Chaz, probably. Let's go. Let me, let me ask you this: You ever said a dick? <laughs> I'm gonna call you Chaz. <laughs> you didn't let me answer. <laughs> <laughs> we know, we know, Miss Newton John. Go ahead. <laughs> so you're called by the principal of this university to go fight monsters. They're having a monster, a real monster in problem. the basement. Yeah, in the basement, and Chaz and Alice." Um, the, the rookie cop and Denzel Washington are going to the basement and they run across a professor there, uh, at the university named Han and Han, uh, bitch. really? Yeah. yeah I think Han's a bitch. Really? Why is yeah. that? He's useful. But yeah. I just thought his character was just sort of annoying. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He's a healer. He's, you got something against yeah. healers, man? No, no. Come on, man. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? <laughs> I used him as no, a, no, as a cool. watch machine. Cool. Yeah. I can not I can never hear the word, the name Han, without thinking of that Linkin Park remix album, Reanimation. That's it. We're the Star the, Wars Han Solo uh, mashup? Exactly. Is that really what it is? I was joking. No, it's just... <laughs> oh, it's, damn it! They just do like a techno remix to all their other songs. Fuck. And one of them starts out like, Mr. Han... Electronica. <laughs> so and then it's just Harrison Ford mumbling over like something. <laughs> Me still on. I don't give a fuck <laughs> shit about this, man. Well you go listen this is beeps and boops. Is that why I'm in this R2 D2 shit? Man, fuck off. I'm so tired of people saying give me back shot my first. I don't even know what that means anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, replicant, yes, of course he was a replicant. You fuckers get over it. I'm looking for it. I am too. too. That Blade yeah. Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah. Yeah. That looks pretty fucking sweet. Mm. That looks really sweet. Oh, that reminds me. Um, Han sounds like Hun. I have a question for the other uh, two men, which you guys are. Um, congratulations. Um, mm-hmm. I recognize your gender. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we, Never assume. When you go, right, exactly. When you go through the drive through because we all eat garbage food, right? It's not just me. Oh, yeah. Okay. When you go through the drive through how often are you called Hun or Dear or Sweetie? Is it like um, 100% of the time like it is for me? At Dunkin' Donuts, it is 100% of the time, yeah. So Dunkin' Donuts is pro-sweetie. Pro pro-hun, pro pro-sweetie. Yeah, deer, I think I've even been called. Tyler, what do you I don't get in the drive through very often. Okay. I get it way more to sit down restaurant if I have an older female server. Yeah. Man, I get it every time. And I wonder if it's... Uh, it's your baby face. It, but I, yeah, maybe. And I was curious because you guys both have beards. You very much mm. look like men. And I was curious if... Well, Nicole gets it more than I do. Oh, really? Yeah. So women also get it. Mm-hmm. Melissa, do you get it? Okay. All right. Well, then, hey, th- I can just scratch that uh, neurosis right no. off my list. <laughs> cool. It's not a thing I have to worry about anymore. No, just like, why, why did you call me that? Why did you say that? Am I your honey? I want to. I want to say that, and then like, because it's like, what is? What is? Is this just me? What's going on? Like, listen, you condescending bitch. Are we going to fuck or not? If you're going to talk like that to me, <laughs> sir, please take your coffee and leave. <laughs> take my coffee. What? 
sweetie? (laughs) (laughs) I will take my coffee and catch this Charmander (laughs) that is right here in this Starbucks location. Thank you. Um, Thank you for answering that question, you guys. I feel like I can move on with the story Mm -hmm, now. mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Han's kind of a pushover. Uh, So, like, right from the start, like, as soon as you meet Han, I, I knew that I was in for something special as far as, like, character work. Because, like, I think the character work in Fantasy Star 4 is... Honestly, some of the best, like mm-hmm. like I've seen, period, in an RPG. It's kind of it's. I mean, it's some of it's juvenile, um, but it's like they. I can tell that they're really the creators are really trying to have character development because yeah, like, you have this yeah. relationship between Hans and uh, Alice. Oh yeah, yeah. They like she is always squeezing him for money. Yeah, you she's know? like total he's mercenary. Like, yeah, he's yeah. super desperate and. Oh, we'll we'll help you for three hundred. What Meseta. Meseta. Meseta, right? Yeah, and it's not even it's not even we'll help you for or we'll do that for you. Yeah. It's like you'll come along too, right, but yeah. we'll take your three hundred Meseta. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to work as well. But yes. Alice, uh, Alice's character, she's kind of intimidating. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. uh, she's, she's very the, easily intimidating. The eighth stroke uh, warrior, yeah. I believe she's called. What are her like, measurements? She, I know. No, she. Uh, the, I think that title comes up three times, and it's different each time. <laughs> It's like slightly different because they're <laughs> one point they say she's like a sword wielder or something like that. And like they hadn't said that before and she doesn't use And wield she doesn't swords. use a sword. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know, I love it. So like I wish that it was intentional, but I do honestly think that the localization. The thrown oh, L-shaped no, there, sword warrior. <laughs> there's definitely some uh, translation yeah. issues. Like whenever you're about to go to uh, Zyle's castle, Zyle's fort is the name of it. We got to go to Zyle's castle, Zyle's fort. I know. And I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> also, there used to be in the solar system, there used to be another planet. Sometimes it's called Parma. Sometimes it's called Palma. Uh-huh. So like that's that's just like a localization well, we li- issue. Well, we live right up the street from this planet then. <laughs> from, from planet Palma. Palma. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you're okay. You're on a. We're, I forgot the name of the planet now. But you're on a like a desert planet. Like it is very Batavia. like yeah, very very sparse vegetation. Yes, sandworms everywhere. The so, only yeah. reason that this planet is habitable is because of AI. Yeah, that it, is like making in, it habitable. And you have these uh, these environmental facilities stationed. All over the well, a few places in climate the climate control. Yeah. The a lot of the bio monsters are actually mutations of creatures that are supposed to be grown as like livestock and yeah. stuff like that. Because you, you, I mean, you run into that immediately. Like the first dungeon you go into is the basement of the university. You start off and and you find out that there are bio uh, monsters. Uh, everywhere. Yeah, there are cloning. It's a cloning facility, and there that's where the monsters are coming from. They're cloning kidneys yeah. and and egging. <laughs> Baiters from Pokemon Go. Growing ears on rats? That's not moral. <laughs> so, I mean, so, yeah, you've you've got a, uh, I mean, you've got swords and shields and boomerangs and whatnot and magic, but you're, like, immediately thrown into the sci-fi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're fighting right monsters, right. but, yeah, it's... Right it's, off the bat. Yeah. So, uh... You go, you investigate the basement, right. you find a bunch of fucking monsters down there, mm-hmm. and Han is like, oh, shit. Um, well, maybe my friend Professor Holt is in trouble then, mm-hmm. uh, because you find mm-hmm. out uh, that when you talk to the principal, you go back to the principal, you're like, yo, dog, uh, you got a whole bunch of fucking monsters down there. I confess everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he breaks down. He tells you that they were recovered from Birth Valley, not to be confused with Death Valley, <laughs> uh, where things, I guess, are born. 
Things are born. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought all these bio monsters back from Birth Valley. Uh, a professor there named Dr. Holt. So Han is like, yes, we gotta go. We gotta go help Holt. We gotta. I know this guy. We gotta go. I have. He's been gone. He's. They. We have not heard back from him. They made one trip back, brought these bio monsters, left, never saw him again. Well, we can go for five hundred Meseta. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Alice squeezes them, <laughs> yes, yes. and then the principal says, "I don't think you guys want to do that because this dude named." A dark magician Zio told me not to. And like Beetlejuice, when he fucking mentions uh-huh. uh, Zio's name, a uh, fucking dark magician shows up in the principal's office mm-hmm. and says, yeah, don't do that. And then he turns a dude to stone. He just turns a, a, a guy in the principal's office to stone uh, and says, do not come to Birth Valley. Do not come or you'll meet this fate. And then he poof, vanishes. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you go to Birth Valley. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you go to... Birth Valley, and Birth Valley is a uh, vagina. A big, it's just a, a big, big old spread legs that you go into. Uh, it's a whole thing. When you go in Birth Valley, it straight up looks like like I had to like stop and be like, Final Fantasy VII totally ripped this game off. Like Final Fantasy VII, re- like Birth Valley. Like when you get into uh, once you go through the caves and everything, mm-hmm. you get to this lab that looks like Hojo's lab. Mm-hmm. And then you fight mm-hmm. a boss that is named Guile Genova. Like, I mean, it's straight up like Genova is in the name of the monster. And it's like, okay, that's interesting. See what you did there. Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> five years later. <laughs> Man, five years. That's well, wow. a big leap. Okay. Damn. So, I don't know. I was impressed by that. I thought that that lent uh, a whole bunch of credibility uh, mm-hmm. to the game. Um, you find Dr. Holt uh, in Birth Valley. Everybody there is fucking stone. Like the dude that the Zio turned to stone in the principal's mm-hmm. office. You're like, this is a fucking problem. What do we do? And like, out of nowhere, Alice is like, well, I know what we need. We need some that, Alshine. That happens. Yeah. A, this happens a lot through the series. Yeah, we need this one specific item from this dungeon. Yeah, the psycho wand. We uh, need. Yeah. We need the psycho wand. We'll go to this tower and get it. Someone, oh, we need this uh, this magic torch. Let's go to this tower. Someone and get it. on the spot is yeah. like, oh yes, I'm an expert in this. They need Alshine. Right. <laughs> it's just like from the the hat of lines or whose line is it anyway instead it's like oh reach in the MacGuffin hat I know what, what's going on what we got I do have in my notes that at points in this game it did feel like they were writing it on the fly because <laughs> uh, like that's kind of how the plot feels it very much is like it's it's almost like it's it, like they're taking the model the old school JRPG model of like go to a town get a quest go to a dungeon go back to the town go to the next town go to a dungeon and like that's the game loop i feel All like lufia too man love lufia too but man they hit that trope fucking yeah, absol- hard absolutely hard and i feel like they're really trying to like push against that but like they're afraid to like go too far with it which is yeah. where you get weird things like this where it's like oh we need the alshine oil so that we can turn these dudes from uh, stone to flesh, so we have to mm-hmm. go get some. And I know where it is. It's in a town called, I. this is not a joke. Do you guys remember where the Alshine oil is supposed to be? The o- the ointment that you're that you're going to use. The only town I remembered is an achievement of mine. So <laughs> I also have an achievement. It's probably the same one. Uh, you are supposed to get the Alshine oil to turn dudes from earth to flesh from a town called Molecum. <laughs> I, how did I yeah, miss you're, that? You're supposed to rub the molecum ointment <laughs> on the stone people 
to turn them into flesh people. <laughs> I feel like the translation's pretty weak, but that uh-huh. one is spot on. Like that one was a dude who was like, "Fuck you, five dollars an hour. You fucking go to Molecom." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we fired all the storyboarders. Um, hey, you coder guy, you can you can do some story, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can. You speak Japanese, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, C. <laughs> so you I go speak a little Italian. <laughs> you go to Molcom. That's where you meet Rune. It's in fucking ruins because Zio has fucking flattened it. Rune, it's weird. I enjoy Rune. In combat, his skills as a character—he's an asshole. Yeah, don't like. I don't like Rune, but I never wanted to be without Rune. So. He is—he yeah. is an asshole who is all about like. I didn't like him either because he is immediately just combative like, with Chaz. When, like, I mean, just straight up for no reason. It's like, what's up, short fucker? <laughs> what you know? Do you know magic? And then he like shoots magic at him. That yeah. doesn't happen, but it might as well have. Well, yeah, he's a—he's a, he's a hipster. Rocks, he's like magic. you probably. <laughs> I'm not surprised you've never seen magic before. Here. <laughs> uh, I bet no. you've never seen an owlbear before either, bitch. <laughs> We're about to. <laughs> uh, no, Rune is great in combat oh, all the way through the game. Well, anytime you have him because he's kind of there for a while and gone back again. But uh, f- like for from before, you your offensive magic was pretty well limited to Han, maybe a little bit of Chaz, but... Uh, uh, Rune has really powerful spells and a ton of MP to draw from. So TP, TP. Sorry, yeah. Uh, so you're. I mean, it's legitimately like every battle you could use a a spell from right. and be okay. Like yes. you don't. You, yes. your pool, you don't have to conserve yeah. that. Like right. I feel like I do in Final Fantasy games. Yes, exactly. It's like it's so you just don't for use, you to it. use yeah. magic. Right. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. Like this game feels like you're supposed to use spell mm-hmm. techniques. You're supposed to use skills. You're not supposed to hoard them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I always do in Final Fantasy games, because it's like, well, I have to save all my MP for the boss that I'm inevitably going to have to fight. Mm-hmm. Right. And I love that. And I also love that Rune is arrogant because, like, he he uses real magic. Like everyone else in the game, most everybody else in the game uses techniques, which like is like a magic substitute. Mm-hmm. He uses fucking magic. And yeah. like, he straight up is like, you meet him and he's like, I use magic. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> and you use that magic to fucking blow up some big rocks that are I mean, it's basically the same in every other way, but ha <laughs> <laughs> When you first meet him though, it if is- If we were in Shadowrun, you're drinking soy cough and I'm drinking real coffee. Whoa. Ha Shadowrun, <laughs> deep cut. Uh, he is uh, especially badass when you first meet him because he is like double your fucking level. He's like, whenever I first met him, I think he was triple mine. I mean, he is just yeah. a complete fucking like. I loved going through the dungeon because like after it's he blows ride. up, yeah, it's like you want experience, cool, let's mm-hmm. do it. It's like power leveling mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy Eleven or something where it's just like, no, it's cool, we'll do this. Mm-hmm. Um, Rune is like, it's okay, I know where we can get some Alcum. Uh, I'm sorry, Molcom. We go to Owl <laughs> Village to get some Molcom. <laughs> like you do. So he takes you through um, through this tunnel to the land of the owl bears, which I believe are the um, the original race Mol- of Mota- Motavia, Motavians, the Motavians, yeah. uh, which look like humanoid yeah. owl bears, and they're kind of racist too. If you shop, I remember the first time they're xenophobic. Yeah, so yeah. the first time I went to this town, uh, I couldn't. I never found the the item shops. 
Oh right, because they're hidden in, yeah. in the fucking tent. So that was stands. that was a surprise. I, I was curious this time. I, I guess. miss those. Yeah. <laughs> and they have really good gear there. It's yes. all the titanium gear. So oh, it's like okay. a huge jump from what you've got currently. No wonder I was getting my ass fucking waxed Dude, in that dungeon. Gear is so so important in this mm-hmm. game. Like it is like part of the part of that loop. Like you go to a dungeon. A lot of times I'm finding I'm going to a dungeon to get gear to go to the next dungeon. Mm-hmm. I I did that uh, toward the, the last few dungeons. Um, I would just go in and run away from everything I could until I got the gear. Oh, yeah. And then I would... And then heinous. Yeah, yeah, Highness. exactly. Highness. <laughs> and then I, I would may go back in for a little while yep. and level up and yep. spend, you know, spend my TP until I was... You know, satisfied, and then I yeah go out and uh, you talking about that. I I want to pause for a moment to ask you guys: Did you grind in this game? A bit, yeah, not not a lot, but a bit. Tyler, did you? I I would grind until I got stuck. Yeah, and then I would. Yeah, I did like an hour of it. Maybe I got to a certain point in the game where it was like, God, I feel like I'm under leveled. I'm just going to grind for an hour. I'm going to listen to a podcast and grind for an hour and try this dungeon again. I did that one time. I was able to clear the dungeon after that. Other than that, I didn't grind at all in this mm. game. It and was I, hard for me to get motivated to grind because, yeah, I could have. you could grind for an hour, but you could also push on through to the next dungeon where you're getting double the experience. Yeah. You know, so yep. you just level up so much more quickly. It's it's mm. kind of hard for me to to go through. It was a story point. I had yeah. to. I had to grind because it was a big. It was like, well, I can't go anywhere else. This then, then again, like as far as I got, I I got wiped out in one hit from a boss. So I would have probably had to keep grinding mm. to get past that. All right. So so you've got the outcome. Well, almost. You meet this owl bear named Grizz who we've talked about on part mm. one, who is essentially an owlbear barbarian. This fucker, all he does is attack. Mm-hmm. Um, like he, that's all he does. He's got, a, well, he's got a, yeah, he's got a one-shot kill, but it's him tackling the enemy. Right, he's all yeah. physical. <laughs> yeah. Every Like he solves every, he confronts every problem the same way, and that's with physical force, which is like kind of, when you talk to him, he's a pretty. Um, I mean, he's a pretty straightforward guy who's afraid of earthquakes. That actually that, that reminded me of a, a a game mechanic that we didn't talk about. What's that? Uh, talking. Yes. Uh, you mm. have an option, a menu option in the game at any time to talk, or if you're just Chaz alone, I think you mumble. Really? Uh, yeah. Man. I think that was that was the the text, but uh, you um. You can talk, and basically, it tells you what to do next. It's, right, it's your the, party. The party yeah, talks. It's the way that the game conveys where you need to go. Uh, sometimes you miss out. Like uh, the game uh, doesn't tell you like clear directions where to go. It just tells you go to this tower. Right, and you have no idea how where to, to get there. Right. It, but if you go to the talk option, you'll have a little dialogue between your characters, and they'll often tell you it's south of this town right so and it's a really nice touch because mm-hmm. like that's another way that they uh reintroduce the flavor of these characters mm-hmm. because all the characters have different personalities mm-hmm. and, I, and i and i love that this game um reminds me of final fantasy 4 a lot in that regard uh i feel like final fantasy 4 is like it is very similar to fantasy star 4 like, i agree like these games are very very similar in tone I feel like they're very similar in uh, character development uh, because, I mean, 
Final Fantasy IV was a big one for character development. Like you have characters in that game that do have arcs for once in a, in a JRPG instead of it just being, you guys are warriors and like, here's your quest. And it's like, I mean, yeah. you're heroes, but like Final Fantasy IV, it's like, oh, these guys have different personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very much that way in Fantasy Star IV. Another thing, this is what I don't like about either one of them is um, because you're your characters, like when you meet a new character, they have an arc, and they leave you for some reason. Some usually they sacrifice themselves, or they die, right? Or things like that happen. Well, spoilers into the game. Oh, hey, they're all back again. Make your own party in Final Fantasy Four. In Fantasy Star Four, say what? Well, no, like who who dies and comes back? Oh, like Demi shuts down, and then you can get. Used her again at the end of the game. She doesn't shut down. No, she just leaves because she needs she needs to control one of the uh, AI towers. Oh, okay, she's locked up because she's like, "Hey, dog, I got to get the fucking Earth right, or I got to get she, the solar system right before I can fucking party." She with does. You guys. Yeah, that, I mean that that happens. She does. I see where Tyler's come from. It's kind of misleading the way she says her goodbye. She's like, "Well, this is it, guys." And then she leaves your party. I think I took it like yeah. she was merging with something, like putting uh, her AI no, into she like, it. Yeah, she like climbs in like yeah, McDonald's whenever you, Yeah, whenever you see her, style. she's like sitting in a chair with like yeah. a wire hooked up to her. It's not really a very invasive procedure yeah. at all. Uh, you know, it's... But yeah, it did, it did kind of imply like just the dialogue, which may have been mistranslation. I don't know, but... Yeah, I didn't think that she had died. Because, I mean, Rin talks to her even when she's in the AI. I just thought it was kind of like, well, this is a thing I have. It's like when you're like, hey, man, come come hang out today. Let's fucking play some D&D. And Demi's like, I'm sorry, I have to work. Like, I feel like that's very much Mm, the situation. Yeah. I think we'll call in. Uh, well, the universal died. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> God, do you like the solar system? <laughs> uh, but I think it's actually handled a lot better than it is in Final Fantasy IV, where it's like everybody who made personal sacrifices comes back at the end and helps save the day. Yeah, like I think that really weakens so, the yeah, story. I don't like that at all. Um, so I get it. And I, and I'm, I'm glad that, um, certain characters in fantasy star four don't come back. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So you get, you get the mole come, uh, you got mm-hmm. Grizz and Grizz is like this motherfucking dark magician destroyed my city, killed my people. Uh, I don't feel like my sister's safe. So I'm going to go and I'm going to fucking kill Zio. You guys can come with me if you want to. Mm. And you're like, okay, come on, Owlbear. You can come with us. Uh, you, you, you get the mole come. You go back to um, the petrified Dr. Holt. You use the fucking mole come on him. He's all like, cool, I'm a person again. But this, this stuff smells strange. And I'm going to go back to work and not thank you at all. Um, you, you get them all unpetrified. And he's like, go in there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see. Uh, you go in there. And that's where you find Guile Genova, and you find uh, a new character who is named Rika. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rika is very much like Nay from Fantasy uh-huh. Star 2. Cat person. She is a cat girl. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of trivia. Originally, she was going to be Nay from Fantasy Star 2. Um, oh. But they scrapped that, and I think that's a good idea because I don't know how they would have explained it because Nay fucking dies in yeah. Fantasy Star Two. That would have been horrible, I think. <laughs> uh, so you learn that um, you learn that Rika uh, was invent. She was biologically engineered. She's perfection, essentially. This um, this. Yeah, she is. Yeah, this AI. I mean, like so tight. Mew this- Mew power, <laughs> Mew Mew Grace. <laughs> 
this AI seed has, is the AI seed, the is, seed is the name seed. Um, Final Fantasy Eight. Anybody? Anybody out there? Final Fantasy Eight seed. Bottom Garden. I'm just saying. Square Maybe. picking up picking up <laughs> the Sega scraps. Um, seed spent one thousand years creating Rico. Like that is that's what Seed did. Just a uh, normal human. Cat ears. <laughs> right? Perfect. Like he's in Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. like, drag cat ears. What perfect. would you do to make the perfect person? Uh, th- yeah, this. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Which other NBCs mistake as horns? She's very uh, sensitive about her ears because she's <laughs> to be to be fair. Those NPCs are aliens from a different like on a different planet. You got so. something against aliens? No, first healers now that, aliens. <laughs> Which that alien was a healer. Yeah, so maybe maybe I do. I'll try to work through this this prejudice I have against healers. <laughs> so Seed says, "Look, the planet's in trouble, Rika." I've done everything I can in creating you. My job is done, mm-hmm. essentially. Th- this is where you get the idea that the Earth is dying. The planet you're on is dying, rather. Something is wrong with these environmental stabilizer systems that are spread all over the planet and the solar system, that uh, something is wrong with them. Uh, so you're going to have to go to these places and fix it. Uh, so that's, that's when he sends Rika to, to aid you. That is her quest. That's her job. Exactly. And then Seed, uh, she leaves. Mm -hmm. She goes outside in the world for the very first time. She's one year old. It's not weird at all. Uh, (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. She looks like a very fit uh, young woman, but she's one year old. That's probably somebody's fantasy. Not a big deal. That's fine. Whatever. It's a little weird, but you know, hey, Um, it is manga styled. So it does kind of make a little sense. Uh, You leave. And Seed is like, well... The only father that she's ever known. Doesn't even wait for her to, like, get out of, like, view. Like, just light a sight. is just like, well, I'm done here. Just fucking (laughs) self-destructs. And Rika gets a little sad, and everybody's like, well, come on. We got a dark magician to kill. (laughs) Come on, one-year-old cat girl. You have nothing else to do, so... Literally. You have no other purpose. <laughs> you don't have a home. You don't have any friends. We're your family now. We're your five-minute family. Rika, you're lucky you're not in the sex trade already. <laughs> <laughs> so you, um, what do you guys think of Rika? Do you like Rika? Yeah, I like her. She's mm-hmm. uh, she's pretty badass. She's a pretty decent uh, damage dealer. She she's is. got healing abilities. I, I mean, I know I'm going to healers, but... I know how you feel you know, about healers. Uh, yeah, she's, no, she's pretty women. good. women. <laughs> she is... I love Rika. Uh, my only complaint is there are situations they put you in, the game puts you in, where you have to use Rika as a main healer. She does fine. She's perfectly fine main healer. But I, every time I have to heal with her, I'm like, God damn it. I wish I could deal damage with her. Right. Because she is a good damage dealer, too. She's the fucking, like, to put her in Final Fantasy terms, like, she is the red mage. Mm-hmm. Like, she's she is the red mage okay. of this game. For most of the game, she was uh, out damaging Grizz for me. For the the part that they're th- together in your party. Oh yeah, yeah. This huge Albert Barbarian with an axe, and then Rika, she's got claws. Uh, well, she gets those two attacks. Yeah, too, she does. Nice. Uh, she dual wields claws, which uh, later in the dungeons, uh, you you would get like one claw. So I felt that kind of like stunted 
her damage a little bit because you would you had find to mix and yeah match. you'd have to yeah you'd have to find or go, go later on on and buy like the matching claw to uh, to up her damage enough. But dude, later on in the game, she was like it really hurt to heal with her because I had found two claws. Um, I think they were called like. I can't remember what they were called, but um, they would, when she hit, there was a chance that the enemy would instantly die. Mm -hmm. And she had two of them. So, I mean, it was straight up, like if she was attacking, they were, I mean, they were going to die because it was like she would slash them and then this symbol of death would appear on them and they would just disintegrate. The the double, uh, the double strike or whatever ability she gets to would just tear through bosses. Her skill, yeah. Uh, I I think it was something weird called disrupt or something but it was like an attack on every enemy yeah where she like creates clones yeah. of herself and they all attack simultaneously yeah she's, yeah, yeah. she's, uh, she's pretty badass yeah. and she had the ability um the ability called d-ban which is really fucking important that is um a defensive buff which like saved my fucking ass so many times in boss battles because like there's so many boss battles where it's like i had to spend a full round buffing my party in order to not get wiped out in one AOE. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so you get Rika, and you're like, all right, we got Rika. Now what? I guess we go fight Zio? Does that sound good? And everyone's like, yup, that's what we're going to go do. <laughs> so you go to um, Zio's fortress, and Zio's fortress is- No, it's his castle. I'm sorry. But it's called Zio's fort. You're right. You're right. It's fortress. It's Fort Zio. Uh, you go to Fort Zio. And um, you fight, uh, I mean, it's a regular dungeon. You fight a whole bunch of fucking enemies, and then you get to Zio, and then the scene happens, which, which, you men- which we mentioned in part one, mm. where uh, Zio is like, Dark Wave. I'm going to use Dark Wave and kill you motherfuckers. Uh, and he points his hand out at Chaz, casts his spell, uh, which looks like the Venom symbiote exploding out of a t-shirt cannon. Um, <laughs> Alice leaps in front of Chaz and gets um, totally groped by um, this nightmarish yeah. black goo. Uh, and then she's like, I don't feel so good, you guys. And they're like, All right. I feel like dot, 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 death. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean... I'm making light of it, but it's like it's it's truly, I think, a dramatic moment because it's like it's all done in this manga panel style where it's like everyone's reacting to what's just happened and like everyone looks terrified and Alice looks like she's in pain. So I mean, it's really it's a it's a tense moment, and then cut to Alice in bed um, dying. Uh, they escape from Zio's fortress, Fort Zio, uh, Castle Zio, and. Um, Alice is in her bed and she is dying. And unlike in Final Fantasy VII, they make a note to be Hans like, I've tried all these restorative things on her and it has not worked. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're just like, well, bloop, I'm gonna kick you into the pond. You're dead. Yeah, I, guess. I, even, <laughs> I even tried high res. I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's really fucking bummed about it, but they think that there is a um, possible chance to to save her. Yeah, she she Alice mumbles like uh, find Rune. Right, Rune uh, will know. Yeah, because we got to mention that Rune Rune left, left. the party a while back. Yeah, <laughs> oops. Uh, but he went off to do his own thing. Uh, that's the same moment you got Grizz, by the way. Right, uh, he left with yeah. Grizz's. I guess you got that. Uh, you got that thing I sent you. Yeah, yeah. Let's go do that. Okay, Albert goes in your party. I know. <laughs> Would you like to know the secret of refining titanium? Yes or no? <laughs> Would you like to know the famed Alice the Hunter's measurements? 
2530 punch. <laughs> it is 36. I remember that yeah. because I was like, damn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then, yeah, she attacks the, the chief. Um, I hear that that was a, tra- a weird translation thing, too. Uh, I don't think it was supposed to be as sexual as it was, mm. which I kind of think I'm glad that it was because I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> um, but apparently it was more of this like eighth stroke warrior thing where she was like, I'm, come on, I'm not that bloodthirsty or something like that. But the $5 an hour programmer, I think, was just like, mm, I wonder how big her titties are. <laughs> I got to make some cannon tits here. <laughs> Gotta make it. Gotta make her a warrior, Hitomi Tanaka. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah. Re- reboot Xena <laughs> with her. We're getting pretty close on time again now. Do you want to do a part three? Yeah, let's do a part three. Because we are like probably a third of the way through the game. Okay. You good with that? Yeah. All right. Josh, are you good with that? Yeah. We don't. We we can actually wait no, a week no, this time if you no, want. No, but uh, the, I don't have a choice now. So thanks, guys. You, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm fine. You're know, locked in. You know okay. what I think? You're gonna beat be... Nicole on stuff for 2017, though. So there you go. Last year, she you beat her by one episode in 2016. Oh, were those tallied? Yep. Yep. Oh wow. Okay. Yep. In the year in review. Yeah. You you bet. Here's I want to read this real quick. Oh, there's a post. Uh, Kanaha posted on. Um, the Tapog Nation group about what's your favorite moment in 2016. He said favorite Dave moment was you opening the, up the Playboy on episode uh, 352. Thank you for that Playboy, by the way. The uh, episode, my favorite, his episode, favorite episode of me is anything I get sleepy and loopy on. You're, you're you were getting there in part one, so the, <laughs> that's true. So those are both those are both 2016 moments. Yeah. So then Trash Bear Joe Willard, uh, I enjoyed Todd making the Colossus noise. Don't know if that's 2016, but all right, all right. I appreciate that. Did he that. say Todd? Who is Tyler. that? Oh, sorry, okay. <laughs> sorry. Can I call you Todd? <laughs> I don't like that name, so maybe Chaz and Todd. Chaz fine. and Todd. Those names do go together. <laughs> they really do. If I have twins, it's going to be Chaz and Todd. <laughs> Chaz and Todd. <laughs> uh, then Chase, Chase Coburn says, did they talk about the Civil War letter in 2016? No, that was 2015. Late. But yes, again. <laughs> late 2015, yeah. Bid Carruth, Pokemon Snap. It was like, none of these moments <laughs> are 2016. Uh, All our best work was in 2015. We just yeah. took a year off. They're going to remember 2017, uh, a.k.a. the year of Fantasy Star 4. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad people have favorite moments, even if it was in 2016. Yeah, that is true. I do. I think that we could probably we could wrap this up. Okay. In next episode. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because I would. We would have give me to, give me more time to get a little further. We'd really have to rush through it. I think yeah. in order to wrap it up today. Yeah, I don't want to do that. And I don't either. Because truly, truly, I loved this game. Like, like, a, like I, I would like pleases to finish. me. I've, I pleases played it me. back in the day, yeah. yeah. But I would like to actually finish through this time. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I know. Mm. Like, I want to give like a my full thoughts. I guess like in the next part. But like, man, this game. This game was really good. I it, was doing research. Of many, many people compared it to Chrono Trigger, Earthbound, Final Fantasy VI, and I can see it. I really can. And it is. It is. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like as far as 16-bit RPGs go, like out of the blue, this is now on my like top five um, as a guy in his 30s. Like, and that's fucking rare. Yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) That is rare. I started playing this game, and granted, I I mean, I was on vacation. I had taken some time off from work, which probably helped. Uh, I felt like I could, you know, put more time into it than I normally could. 
Uh, but I really got into it. I really got into it. And it's, it's, I am actually kind of, um, ashamed that I even thought about not playing this game. Yeah. Um, I would have been doing myself a great disservice, I think. And the window opened up. You had time. It all worked out. And I'm glad that it did because it's, it is, man, this is a good game. Yeah. Yeah, It is. I I was intending to play, but, uh, I was hesitant. I I was just planning on playing a little bit to kind of refamiliarize myself with the mechanics, uh, because I... I had just found out that Fallout 4 had mods for the PS4, ah. uh, and they had actually been out for a couple months now, so uh, so there's been time to get a few decent ones. So I had Fallout 4 mods to contend with, right. and like this had my this had my attention and held it. So oh yeah, yeah. that's and it's like it totally like I got to the point where Alice was dying, and it was like all right, I this I'm invested. I got this. I, I'm going to finish this game. So, I am yours, Fantasy. Yep. I'm not going back to Final Fantasy 15 until this is over. This is pretty much what I told myself. Mm-hmm. And it did. I mean, people say this is a short RPG, and I guess it kind of is, but it probably took me 30 hours to complete. Mm-hmm. I know, and like, how long to beat. For that era, I guess that is short. Yeah. <laughs> On howlongtobeat.com, people were putting it like 22 hours. And I'm like, I don't, I do not mm-hmm. know how someone could beat this game in 22 hours. Yeah. You were like, really have to know what you're doing and rush through. And I was casually using guides, and I, it still took me like 30 yeah. hours to complete. Well, we just edged. Yep. Fantasy Star Four until now we get yep. the big load yep, from yep, all yep. that all that mm, edging. Mm, yeah, that two fat guys <laughs> load. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yep, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Patreon. Which oh yeah, I didn't even talk about Patreon we didn't, last time. We didn't thank people on part one. Give me just a moment. I'd like to thank some folks real quick. Um, if you enjoyed this and you would like to, I don't know, kick in a few bucks uh, to help us just feel better about ourselves. Uh, you can do that, uh, at patreon.com slash tadpog. Uh, if, if you do that, if you kick in at least a buck, you get access to all the bonus episodes that we do and the bonus episodes that we have done. There's like 15 fucking bonus episodes right yep. now. And I think they're all really good and they're all like super, I mean, they're, I mean, they're fucking dirty. A lot of them are dirty. Yep. Um, and a lot of them I think are just pure goofs and i mean there's no like construct of like game talk or anything we don't like do that. heavy game talk no, on those it's really. just straight up just us pretty much talking about dicks and buttholes yeah. so if you like that uh i recommend you check it the out the video game quiz that was the last one that had so that had a video game bent yeah. bent to it yeah so. um i'd like to thank micah purdue aka exalted lord micah purdue for uh upping his donation riding that penny train thank you micah i would like to thank chris uh, for upping his donation, uh, I believe, it does not say, but I believe that is Pinball Archmage, uh, Chris Edler. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I'd like to thank Joey Webster for upping uh, his donation, uh, riding that penny train as well. Uh, thank you very much. I would like to thank our very own Trash Bear, a.k.a. Joseph E. Willard III, uh, for upping his donation, also riding that penny train. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is, is everybody tired of this or just me? Nope. Oh, great. I'd like to thank uh, Platinum member Brett Miller for upping his donation. Uh, I guess riding that nickel train? I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be a regular thing or not, mm. but if it is, Platinum member. Fuck yeah. 
Good on you. Uh, if it's not, that's fine too. Thanks for upping your. They donation. often call the nickel the the platinum of change. The platinum of pennies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought of a thought of a title for Ramon. Oh, would you like to share Pre- it now? Pretty simple. Yeah. Pretty simple. Because after his favorite drink that he went so much. So just old fashioned Ramon Castillo. Old fashioned yeah. Ramon Castillo. There you go. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, let's see. Micah Purdue, I want to thank again for uh, upping his donation, riding that penny train. <laughs> <laughs> right out of breath in the first one. Yeah, yeah, I, got real, I got real tired. Um, <laughs> I like to thank uh, Logan Burl uh, for uh, upping their donation. Uh, thank you very much. And I would like to thank Tadpog, Santa, Jack of Ziggy Moons, Akemi uh, for upping their donation, uh, riding that penny train. Thank you very much, and thank you for the train whistle. Yeah, uh, yep. We got more. We got more. I'd like to thank more Kevin Jensen uh, for a uh, new donation. I'd like to thank Exalted Lord Micah Purdue, <laughs> riding that penny train. I'd like to thank <laughs> Joey Webster, <laughs> riding that penny train. Your uh, lips are going to be like so oh, huge by then. They're chapped. Yeah. They're, I just splintered just, from this yeah, whistle. Got, just muscular lips. You got lips. that Kardashian just <laughs> thick wood lip. Why didn't I thank some people at part one? This is this was like <laughs> the worst idea. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Guess. If it, does anybody want to guess? I'll give you a hand. It's Penny Train. Micah again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Riding that Penny Train. Thank you, Micah. Uh, I think what Micah did was like, fuck it. I'm going to give you a penny for the fucking bonus episode y'all did. So thank you, Micah. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Five more years, we fucking got your ass. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, again, we have Platinum member Brett Miller uh, for upping his donation, uh, riding that penny train. Okay. That's all the, that's all the blowing I got to do tonight. <laughs> At least until the mics are off. About to say, oh. Guy stuff. The next bonus episode is just wet gagging sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I said that like a dude from Chicago gagging, gagging wet, sounds. Wet gagging sound. Medieval Chicago podcast coming soon. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hey, do you want to send us something? You can, uh, that is Nicole, blah, 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 Nicole Nance. Tadbog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Send us a Nicole Nance. You can call, send us a Nicole Nance. We need another one. Uh, we need to spend a thousand years constructing <laughs> the perfect Nicole Nance. <laughs> when she's one year old, we'll throw out to the sex trade as as Cat Nicole. Oh, oh shit, yeah. Uh, there is a postcard that was sent to the P.O. Box. This Los Angeles Dodger Stadium. Tadpog. During World War II, grenades were designed to be the size and weight of a baseball since, quote-unquote, any young American man should be able to properly throw it, end huh. quote. That was not a joke. Hmm. Old-fashioned Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was another one for Ramon. That's great. Oh, I'm sorry. Old-fashioned Ramon. Old-fashioned Ramon. Uh, am I forgetting anything? I don't know. Okay, well, we got another part three, so that's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. Uh, our theme song moves us more dry. Link that track from the shorts at typepod.com. Yep. How do you want to close this out? Um, like we're in the middle of a story. Okay. Is that a thing? Yeah. Is that a thing? Uh-huh. Like, do people make a noise or a, a, a certain intonation when they are in the middle of a story and they stop it? Absolutely. Like, do they hold a finger up? So we all hold a finger up? Like, maybe? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's how we'll close it out. So until next time. Just real quick, real quick, trouble. Wait, no, 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 don't put your clothes back on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. I'm so close. Trouble. That's, that's it, yeah. Trouble. Trouble. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
all we're going to talk about in 2017. That's it. Every <laughs> That's episode it. of this Fantasy is Star Forecast. Welcome to 2017, you guys.